Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. Hi everyone. Hi to those who are here in Tolchal at Temple Beth Am. Hello to those who are joining on Zoom. Good morning to those who are joining on Facebook Live on uh, Temple Beth Am's page or on my profile. And hello to anyone who might be listening to this asynchronously at the Temple Betham podcast. It's Friday morning in Los Angeles. Uh, we're completing a fourth week of our being in a, a national Jewish crisis that isn't getting any simpler. Um, and we're also finding a way, as people do in personal grief as well, of getting through our days. Because uh, we have to, we have no choice. Our work, our play, our family, our exercise, our eating, somehow it exists at the same time that we're also um, amidst the articles and the efforts and the campaigns that are going on. Uh, some of the meditations I've done since the catastrophe on October 7th have been focused on it. Uh, this one is not, not because it's not in our minds, but because we also deserve... 15 minutes for our minds to be in a place that has nothing to do with what's swirling around us. So it's not, God forbid, a rejection of that, but it's a claiming for ourselves of a, of a, of a space and a time that we need and that we deserve. The, the rabbis, Chazal, created such an archetype out of Avraham based on just a few verses. Right? He's the paragon of being doing the mitzvah of and welcoming guests. And the rabbis were great at constructing mountain ranges out of little ant, ant hills. Uh, the words themselves, uh, at least some of the words from which that is um, derived from Parsha Veira, to, to me, they're speaking more, if we wanted to expand them, they're speaking to me more broadly than just welcoming guests. And I want to throw it out there for us to ponder and then meditate on. The Parsha begins, Vayera, Vayera Elavonai, God appeared to him, Be'elonei Mamre, by the terebinth trees of Mamre, Behu, Avraham, he, Yoshev Petach Ohel, was sitting at the entrance of the tent, Kechom Hayom, in the heat of the day. You could read that sentence a hundred times and say, there's nothing, okay, uh, well, you know, there's, not, there's not much more there than being told that that's where Avraham got um, a revelation from God. Chazal see that, as an incredible representation of his hachnasar rachim. Why? First of all, obviously, Avraham is healing from being circumcised, so he deserves to be focusing on himself. He's sitting at the entrance to his tent. Why is he sitting at the entrance of his tent? Because he doesn't want a single passerby to go by. I think if you've ever had the Bedouin tent experience in Israel, without Avraham being able to like rope the person in to welcome him, right? that Middle Eastern yearning to welcome in, there's an old Persian man who lives on the street that I, that I used to walk to and from shul. And every single time, I don't stand, I don't understand a single word of Persian. I do a little bit polo keshmesh, uh, but I don't understand. He doesn't stand English. Whenever I walk by him, he's standing at his door like Avraham, and I don't know what he's saying. I know what it sounds like, but I know what he's saying is, "Please come in. Please come in. Please come. In. I need you to come in." Like he needs me to come in and have something with him. It's such a sweet, a sweet invitation. Um, but then, at the heat of the day, and Chazal says, what, why is that significant? 
it's at the hottest part of the day where where would anyone want to be if you have a tent? Inside the tent. Even though it was the hottest part of the day, Avram said, my discomfort is less significant than the discomfort of the anonymous people who might be here. I'm going to place myself at the least comfortable place in my abode so that I can contribute to the comfort of anyone who might be walking by. So one way of understanding that is I'm making it larger to think about our discomfort and others' comfort and others' discomfort and our comfort. And what does it mean to be willing to tolerate discomfort for the sake of someone else being more comfortable? And how good are we at noticing when someone's offering that to us? So with that in mind, with Abraham in mind, you haven't already invite you to close your eyes and sink into the luxury, luxury of being inside your body, which we always are, of course, but not always with attention and awareness. Almost imagine your your the divine spark that is your neshama reaching every cell, every vein, every capillary, every fiber, every sinew. Instead of thinking of your nishama as only your nishima, your breath in and out of your lungs, imagine it pervading and suffusing every extremity, every limb, such that you are alive in you and alive throughout you. Or as one of my teachers would say in this moment, repose in yourself. Find repose in yourself. Meeting your body as if anew. What an extraordinary container for your spirit. If you're someone who sometimes curses your body, gets angry at it, wishes that parts of it were not there or different, jettison that away. As if you hear yourself say to your own body, you are all that I need and I'm grateful for you. And this practice can be both extremely embodied such that every toe and every hair follicle and every muscle twitch is filled with your attention. It can also transcend the body. 
imagine that you're both very much inhabiting this body sitting in this chair in this room wherever you happen to be and you're also released you are beyond you're soaring you're meandering You're way past where you happen to be sitting. You're anywhere and everywhere. And whether you're here in this space or beyond, I want you to inhabit Avram. Avraham. Find the part of your being that is most willing to tolerate discomfort for someone else's comfort. Go back in your mind to the last time you sat at the edge of a tent in the heat of the day instead of nursing your wounds focusing on others' comfort. What brought you there? Who taught you to live so nobly and so generously? What does it feel like to be an Avraham? To experience that discomfort, that pain as good because it decreases in others. And when you're presented with that opportunity, What sometimes holds you back? What stymies that instinct? What makes you want to put your comfort first? Try to imagine your next opportunity today over Shabbat in which you'll be able to be an Avraham, sitting at the edge of the tent in the heat of the day, looking for someone else to comfort. And see if you can reverse it in your mind. Who is the first person who jumps into your mind 
who has been an Avraham to you, for you, trading their comfort for yours. tolerating their inconvenience for the sake of your well-being. Go back to that moment, what it felt like. Did you notice it? Did you recognize how generous it was? Did you express proper gratitude? Have you found a way to pay it back? Or even better, to pay it forward? To have the Avraham instinct spread like an infectious blessing. Everyone going to the edge of their tent in the heat of the hottest day, looking for someone to comfort.
When you're ready, you can come back to the surface. Open your eyes if you'd like. Come back to this moment. I want to share the screen so those who are watching on the video can join with me. Those in the room have the prayer in front of them. Recite this meditation together four times out uh, three times out loud. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. Say to you all, Shalom and Shabbat Shalom and Namaste. And go, go be an Abraham. Have a good weekend, everybody. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am, Los Angeles, go to TBA.com. LA.org.